Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios. This is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Now back to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. What is Matt Mosley? Uh, the Matt Mosley Show. Cam Stewart standing by. A uh, tough day for Cam yesterday with his Patriots in town in Arlington. Cam made the trip up. I was getting pictures from the pregame. Apparently entered on the wrong side of the stadium. Took him a while to get to the seat. Cam, did did y'all mainly talk today? I got to I got to peek in a little bit on that that maiden voyage of the Drake Toll Show with Cam Stewart. Now, Cam, by the way, congratulations on that. Welcome to the uh, the family. And uh, did did Drake when he would give the name of the show? Did he did he hit the with Cam Stewart pretty hard, or was he a little light on that? Taking the under on that one, Matt. Let's just say that. <laughs> All right. He, we're hoping he'll add that into the repertoire. But, uh, but Drake, it, but you know, he, you could understand he was on a lot of trips, a lot of junkets, as uh, my man Stretch uh, Smith likes to call them. And um, in, in BYU, flying him across the country, he found religion right there in Provo. And I looked at some picture, Cam, and there he was, like on the Provo game day. And I'm thinking, now, they're playing Cincinnati. They got to know he's a Baylor guy. But I guess, was was he there in his role, like the Big 12 podcast, locked on Big 12 podcast? Explain to me how Drake ended up on this huge game day TV scene there in Provo like the voice of the Big 12 now. I don't know how we got there. He almost got ran yeah. out of town just talking about Baylor, and now the whole conference wants a piece of him. <laughs> oh, man, I tell you. Uh, but uh, glad he got to travel, and he loves a good soccer game. I, I From the photos the other night, was very impressed with the, uh, with the, the BYU soccer players. Uh, players he thought that was a good bunch and had a good time out there and they do some things that he enjoyed and I think he enjoyed all the fire they have like people that come out and throw fire sticks around during the football game like at the end of the third quarter or something they go out there and do some really interesting things some fire dancing and uh so anyway I, I think he fell in love with BYU now you did not fall in love Cam with that football game yesterday, I'm sorry to make you relive this, 38-3 loss for the Patriots. Some people thought it was like one of the worst quarterback games in uh, New England history. And, of course, they had Tom for so long and had such sustained greatness. Um, where, I mean, where, where what, was that, what was that experience like? Just completely miserable, or were you at least able to – enjoy being with friends and hanging out at at, uh, at AT&T Stadium? I enjoyed it. Um, I'd, be, I'd be lying to you. I would. Yeah. It was a good tailgate. It was fun. Yeah. As soon as we went in those gates, though, it, it uh, didn't turn out well. We, we got a nice tour of AT&T Stadium, just getting to those seats, um, and got some good cardio in there. 
And when we got to the seats, it was it was three nothing boys, but the but the Patriots were in the red zone. Um, they were knocking on the door of the end zone, um, and it was coming right at us. We were right behind one of the end zones there, and we're like, okay, this is just the beginning. And little did we know, we we had already missed the best part. Um, it is. I have been watching the Patriots for almost twenty years now, and look, I get it. It's almost all been almost all been good. I I will admit that. Yeah. But that was the most inept offensive performance I've ever seen from this franchise. I mean, that was just horrific. Um, not even, not even just bad in terms of can't move the ball, but actively threatening your chances of winning the game, having the ball in Mac Jones' hands. It was just pitiful. And I've been a Mac defender for so long, and I, I never thought it was his. It was it was on him, and I, most of the time I'm I'm right there. But yesterday was just an abomination of a performance. Well, he got away with one of those across-the-field throws, and then he tried another one, and there comes Deron Bland. You just can't do that. I mean, in the NFL, no matter how much arm talent, and I think we could say he's probably not top five or top ten in arm talent at this point in his career, you can't rip a ball all the way back across the field and expect for something good to happen. And Deron Bland took that for a house call. Now, he was I did, by the way, Matt, when we saw, we saw that whole thing. And yeah. I tell you, I'd say I wouldn't even try that throw on Madden with Pat Mahomes on easy mode. And here's a guy out there in real life <laughs> with an arm the size of mine, and you saw me in that – in that player-issued football jersey last week in the Baylor tailgate. You you see just how much muscle I'm throwing out there. Kid with about an arm the size of mine tried it in an NFL game. I can't believe it. It's still – I had trouble sleeping last night thinking about that one. That was so poor. <laughs> yeah, go ahead, though. Sorry. I had Thank to put you. that out there. No, it's fine, man. Uh, Cam Stewart, new member of the uh, ESPN Central Texas family. Cam, I hope you all at least showed some excitement – toward the Rangers making the playoffs. They stumbled in, of course. They, they they had a bunch of champagne and then go out and lose the last game, regular game of the, you know, regular season game of the season and can't win the division and now we'll have to go to Tampa. But that is tomorrow at 2.08, first pitch, right after y'all's show, we'll have Rangers baseball. I mean, I'm not saying we'll have it on our station, but we'll have – Rangers playing baseball. So that's a huge thing, and that's something I want you and uh, Drake. Each day I'm going to send you all, like, some notes of things I want you all to talk about, okay? Feel free to ignore those, but I do like to send kind of a morning note out, things I would like to be featured on the Drake Toll Show. Yes, with with Cam Stewart. I mean, look at this quote from Belichick. They take Mac Jones out with 341 remaining in the third quarter. He says, I didn't think there was any point of leaving him in the game. Now, he kind of kept coming back to that when pressed about him taking Mac out of the game. What did you, as a longtime Patriots observer, do you think Belichick is finally sort of getting to the point where he's ready to get off the Mac Jones train? And, and and maybe try Zappy or something else. Don't they have uh, former Cowboys quarterback Will Greer perhaps in the mix as well? Uh, is 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 Belichick 
you're getting ready to move on. I think he might be getting ready to get off the train, but he's looked out the window and it's going awfully fast and it's raining and they're on the side of a mountain on the train tracks. And he's like, shoot, man, I'd love to get off, but I just don't know that I can right now. Uh, Bailey Zappi is what he is. And he at best will be a journeyman backup. Um, he can't even give you the things mm. that Matt can give you. Uh, Will Greer has been there just for a cup of coffee so far, so I don't know if they're ready to make that jump yet. But you're also Belichick's a coach that's never going to tank, uh, for better or for worse. So you're kind of stuck with what with what you got right now. And they even yeah. the Patriots had these hoodies put in their lockers that the coaching staff bought for them apparently. That on the back says, "No one's coming to help us. It's just it's on us." And so. Uh, I know they're using it to galvanize the team, but it also means, you know, they're not spending money on a receiver. They're not, uh, you know, they don't have just someone who can back up Matt Judon. They don't have another corner they can bring in that they're down four corners now because it looks like Gonzalez is going to miss some time. It's on these guys in the locker room. And I think the benefit of them is they're they're through the toughest part of their schedule, actually. Mm -hmm. They got New Orleans coming up on, on, on Sunday, but having played Philadelphia, Miami, the Jets, and Dallas, that, that's the toughest four-game stretch of their schedule by far, even though they have a really tough schedule. So, uh, no, uh, to answer your question, I think he probably wants to get off it. We all do. Yeah. But the, the train is headed to the 17-week station, and they got what they got right now. Y'all should try something I coined for the Mavericks a few years back called competitive tanking. All right, you hang in there, you fight, but you're also tanking. The problem is you got teams like the Broncos and the Bears out there that are that are competitive tankers or kind of uncompetitive tankers. Uh, and like that was such a that game got to 28-28. Now I had to laugh because they turned the Rangers game on. I was up there in the press box watching that game. And I was mildly interested because it suddenly became a tie game. But not interested enough to ever go back. Like last night I had some stuff come up. And I, ne- I just realized as I was talking to you that I never thought to go back and, and, and look to see, like, who won that game. <laughs> like, I care so little about those two franchises right now. And even though Sean, I've known Sean forever. But that's a disaster. Can you tell me who won between the Broncos and the Bears? Sean, because that was Broncos' victory. Okay, they did pull that out. Win on U.S. soil since beating the Cowboys in Dallas two years ago. (laughs) If you're keeping track at home. What did we have on uh, foreign soil yesterday? We We had some kind of thing going on, and we had like a toy story. There's just some things that happen cam and when you get older you feel disconnected with a lot of things really in general in life and like while i toy story is i mean i'm very familiar with it and tom hanks and the whole thing i didn't i've never i don't guess i cared enough to read up or understand what they were trying to accomplish with a toy story football game did you can you explain that to me were they it were they using toy story characters and and somehow it 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 was simultaneous to the actual game that was going on. 
unbelievable television event, Matt. I'm talking finale of MASH, who shot JR, NFL draft and Super Bowls all put into one. It was incredible. So basically, they animated the game. They had the game going, but it was all these boys in animation. And they were The field was a rug in Andy's bedroom. And they, they had the slinky dog, uh, you know, taking back the, the penalty yards and Woody <laughs> celebrating on the sideline. It was a fantastic event. I was watching it on the I was watching it on my phone on the way up to Arlington yesterday and it was unlike anything I've ever seen. I, the intrigue is enough for me. It was great. Uh Cam Stewart with us on the Matt Mosley show, ESPN Central Texas, Baylor UCF. I mean, what a what a deal that was. I hope you were measured in your first half comments and weren't trying to. You may have a co-host occasionally that likes to very real time, very emotional tweeting. I, I, you know, I don't know if you try to go tweet for tweet with Young Drake, but man, I mean, talk about the worm turning! What an amazing comeback! And I'm sure um, your latest locked on Big Twelve Baylor, po- or excuse me, Baylor podcast has to be a very exciting and fun one. Um, I mean that that's unlike anything we've ever seen with Baylor. They had that great comeback to beat TCU in you know 2014, 6158. Aaron and I were talking about that. But to be down 35-7, be down and out and have everybody basically saying fire Aranda and to come all the way back. Cam, that was uh that that really that was pretty that was pretty exciting stuff. I mean, that TCU comeback in 2014, that's iconic. That won't be topped anytime soon anyway. But that team was built to score three times in, in ten minutes. Yeah, This team has not been able to move the ball all year. And, of course, a lot of that came with having Sawyer Robertson at quarterback and not Blake Shapin. But, I mean, just time-wise, it's 35-10 going into the fourth quarter. Correct. You don't have enough time to score 26 straight points. And the the strip six helps, but yeah, I was um, begging Matt. I was on my knees for a video for Locked On Baylor, just saying, please, Lord or anyone else, give me something to believe in in this team. Give me some sort of hope. Again, this is eight offensive plays into the game for UCF, and it's twenty-one nothing. And I'm like, just any glimmer of hope I can I can latch onto, I would take. And I didn't think I was going to get it. I thought we were going to have to wait at least a week for that. Um, it was it was painful to watch most of that day, and it wasn't fluky either. It wasn't like you know a team is moving the ball and they fall down twenty one nothing because of a couple of freak plays. Like they were they were getting their butts beat. Yeah, this way to ten ways to Sunday. I mean it, it was they were getting spanked like a rented mule, but they they showed some real resolve. They showed that. Uh, Blake Shapin is the guy at quarterback. You know, the numbers aren't screaming off the page at you, but you watch the game, that's your quarterback right there. And it's uh, just truly uh, unbelievable is the most overused word in the English language, especially in sports. And that was pretty darn unbelievable what transpired in the last 17 minutes of the game on, on Saturday. The bounce house. That would be interesting to be at a place like that. And then Timmy McLean, I believe that's his name, 
the quarterback makes an unreal play. Today, uh, in, in running around forever, and generally when someone does something like that, the next thing that happens is they beat you with a game-winning field goal. And to see that field goal go short and outside the uprights, I mean, that was a that was a feel. Even a grizzled journalist like myself, Cam, a man has won many, many awards. I don't know. I may be making that up. But I was uh, I was giving it some fist pumps. I mean, that was really incredible stuff, incredible theater uh, as the Bears find a Dave way. Miranda was giving some fist bumps. Oh, Dave hey. was getting excited. So that's that's even worse than a grizzled journalist. Yeah. Dave was getting into it. That's how you know it's a big deal. I hope by the luncheon today, Dave had calmed back down to his normal self. But people that, that you know, like to bring up his lack of fire, I'm telling you, it was 28-7, to and the Bears blocked a field goal, and he went crazy. Cameras picked it up. He's going crazy. And then late in the game as they're coming back, he's doing the same thing. He's got his hand above his head, and he's kind of pounding, like kind of pounding the rock, so to speak. And uh, and it couldn't have hurt to have Coach O show up on the scene. Uh, Coach Orgeron, who gave it a big sickum, and uh, that now that's somebody that would be good on that Locked On show or on. Um, y'all ought to try to get to Coach O on. You got you and Drake are young enough to probably know that Parker Orgeron. <laughs> His son. Have y'all tried this yet? I think y'all a Coach O appearance that would be pretty cool. You're the, you're the man in this business, Matt. I, I'm looking at your address book for this. <laughs> we have a fake Coach O that calls in from time to time. The real Coach O can be uh, can be tough, but we'll have Joey. We'll get Joey on this week. It'll be a big time and and. Uh, it's going to be a fun week preparing for that game. Cam, uh, good to glad, congrats on your first show in the books. And um, keep Drake focused. I've tried to tell Drake, I want, like, you know, got to plot these things out. I, mean, I love how y'all do your different podcasts because y'all put those topics like boom, boom, boom. Here's what we're going to get to. But you'll want to do that on this radio thing, too. You'll want to know, kind of have the parameters set up. But uh, anyway, it'll be a lot of fun. Uh, but uh, day two, tomorrow, and that's that's noon to two, the Drake Toll Show with Cam Stewart. Uh, Cam, thank you, sir. Beyond. If there was one thing I wanted to relive, it was that Patriots game. So I appreciate it. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Cam, Cam was off in the, uh, oh, it had some pretty nice-looking um, pregame activities in uh, – Patriots had a lot of tents, and these people, they showed up, and they were ready to go. They were doing their Zeke chants, and then they just got waxed 38-3. to And quite honestly, went over about a 20-year period when you win that many Super Bowls and go to that many AFC title games, at some point, you need to endure some misery. And finally, Patriots fans are feeling some of what a lot of other fans uh, have been feeling a lot over the years. All right, Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Let's uh, let's keep rolling. We've got the camera.